0: Does everybody have one of these cups? Is everybody prepared for the communion who... And we'd like to reserve this with people who have... There's some over here. Uh, Johnny's on the spot. We like to reserve this for people who've been baptized. Uh, it has more significance and meaning if you have uh, received Christ into your life for these elements to take place. And I would suggest that we we save this for people who have made that profession of faith. But, you know, if you don't, if you don't know who Jesus is. This is just bread and juice. But if you have a relationship with him, this becomes much more. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do that as best we can. Everybody, everybody who needs it has one, right? We're all good? Okay, good. Before we do that, I've, I've got some things I'd like to share with you today. Am I? I'm okay. All right. I was going to talk on the meaning of the cross today. That was going to be the title of the message. But at the beginning of this week, certain things happened that spoke to my heart. And I said, I, I, I guess, Lord, I'm supposed to change that. But what it is, is I, I think what God is, is saying to me today, and I hope you'll hear this message. Is one of the messages of the cross is the value of your life. The value of your life. It, 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 and the cross has many messages. It's, God spoke to us through the cross. And there you've been hearing stories about the cross all your life and Easter week, we celebrate all of the good news that has happened for us through the cross. But what I want you to hear today is how valuable you are to God. I want us to realize that you have worth and you have worth before the living God. And part of, part of this that came to me this week is all that's happening in Ukraine and the carnage of people's lives and the disregard for life that we see around us all the time. We don't care about life. We don't care that other people don't have things that we have. We're more interested in ourselves than we are in other people. But anytime we disrespect somebody, anytime that we treat somebody like an object rather than a human being, anytime you do that, you are disobeying God. And you have value. So where does that value come from? The scriptures tell us that we are to to love others the way we love ourselves. And and the the true sense of value comes in, do you you really love yourself? Do you feel like you have value as a person? Are you loved? Because you see, if you don't feel love, you project that on other people. And a lot of the issues that we face in the world today is because people do not feel love. They don't feel like anybody cares. They feel lonely and left out and despised and rejected. And that's because we treat them that way. But if we can understand how deeply loved we are by God, then we experience experienced this, a depth of love that nobody can understand. And that's what happened on the cross of Calvary. God demonstrated his love for you on Calvary. And that's what gives your life value. And if you've got that value, then we can love others. Because we've experienced love. But if you've not experienced love, how are you gonna love somebody else? How do you know what love is until you have experienced it for yourself? That's why when I do marriages, where is that couple?
1: <laughs> there they are.
0: When I do marriages, if Jesus isn't in it, you don't have marriage, you've got a relationship. Marriage is between two people who have a relationship with the living God, and God brings them together. And when you've experienced his love, then you can share that love with one another. And that's what it takes to have a marriage. If you don't have that, someone's missing. You can have a relationship, but if you don't have Christ in it, and you're not sharing that love of Christ with each other, you don't have a marriage, the way God intended. That's just a footnote for those two right there. That's all I've been preaching for 40 years, and I still get nervous. And if you know me something today, I'm doing something different. You don't know what it is? Well, I've got the robe on. That's because I'm doing a priestly function. No notes. We're going to be here a while. Oh, you're preaching with the spirit today. We're going to. have no telling where this one's headed. I know what I've got written down on that front pew, but I'm not going to look at it. Uh, because I want us to experience the power of the presence of the living God in our lives. And I want us to be free. And I want us to, to experience that the fact of knowing that the God that we worship, the God who created the universe, the God who created everything that there is, loves you enough to die for you. And there is no greater love that you can do than to die. For somebody. And when you give your life for somebody, friends, you love them. By the way, that's what you do in marriage. But Jesus gave his life for us because he loved us. And that's what gives your life back. But you know, the scriptures also say, how can you say you love God whom you've not seen you don't love your brother whom you have seen. How can we, as the children of God, who claim to have experienced that love, that power in our lives, how can we say that we're loved by God if we don't love each other? You can't do it. You cannot say that you belong to a loving God and have experienced the power of the God who created the universe, who died on the cross of Calvary and gave his life for you. You can't say you love him if you don't love the person sitting around you today. I don't care who they are. Not just these here, but those out there too. Because God died for them too. Not just us, not just the sanctified people. For God so loved the world, all of it, red and yellow, black and white, the short, fat, ugly ones, and the tall, skinny ones, too, all of them. Doesn't matter who you are. God loves them. You know, God knows your heart right now. He knows whether. I'll be talking to you two as well, shouldn't I, about this love stuff. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: stop picking on them. I'm going to pick on these two up
1: here.
0: God knows, God knows your hearts and what's in it. And he still loves you. Because you see, God created us just the way we are. And he created us for a purpose and for a reason. Because he loves us. He he had a reason to make me the way I am. He had a reason to make you the way you are. We got to learn to get along with each other. Because that's the way God made us. And God loves me warts, wrinkles, Uh sin, and all. And he knows it all. He knows my (laughs) thoughts before I think. He knows the hairs on my head, which changes rapidly. <laughs> but he knows that. He's intimately acquainted with me. And you, I can't understand that. But my God is that big. And my God knows every person intimately and still loves them. I don't care what you tell. I don't care what you've done in the past, and I don't care what you're going to do in the future. Your sins are already forgiven through Christ Jesus.
1: Amen.
0: That's the power of the cross. Yeah. And that's the message that God wants us to hear tonight. It's not what we do, it's what He has done that gives our lives value and meaning. So you can turn inward and look at yourself and say how bad you are. And every once in a while, God will take you down that road. Boy, that's a humbling experience. When you get down in that valley and realize how big a sinner you are, and how rebellious you are, how arrogant you are, how proud you are, and all the the, the, the the Y'all remember the children's sermon about the cross? Somebody does. What's the symbol of the cross? The plunger. The plunger. God cleanses us with the cross. He wipes out all the bad stuff with the cross, and it's all gone. It's wiped away forever. Past, present, and future sins are cleansed. Thank
1: you. Amen. Thank you.
0: That's how much God loves you. The God who created the universe came to Earth. In human flesh, and walked among us, so that we could have a personal relationship with Him. That's
1: how much God loves you. He
0: didn't have to do that, but He did. He became one of us so that we could connect to Him and relate to Him. And then, and then He died. He, before He did though, He He did something with His disciples, and I'm going to illustrate it with you. He met with his disciples on the night before he was crucified and he instituted the lord's supper do you know why he instituted the lord's supper so we would remember exactly we forget we forget how much we are loved and god wants us to remember how deep his love is for us so he instituted the Lord's Supper as a symbol of remembrance of the depth of His love, and we've been doing this now for 2,000 years to remember what God has done on the cross of Calvary because He loves us. So He met with His disciples, and they were sitting, seated, seated, they were all together around the table, and He He took bread. Now remember, they, this was before the cross. They didn't know what was going on. And I, and I don't know about you, I don't understand the depth of the cross. I, I'll never understand how much God loves me. We, 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 that is not for us. He, he took the bread and, and he broke it. And, and he held it out to them and said, hey guys, I want you to eat this as a symbol of my body, which is going to be broken for you. And and I want you to do it as often as you meet together to remember this night, this day, my love. And I want you to remember that my body is going to be torn apart for you. The body of God is torn apart for you he was physically crucified on the cross of calvary because he loves you he endured the agony of death on the cross because he loves you and he does not want us to forget that he wants us to remember the depth of his love because if you are loved by god then you've got worth and value in your life And if you don't know how much God loves you, then how do you feel this sense of self-worth? How are you able to love others if you've never experienced the love of God in your life? So we receive bread as a symbol of that. And in a few moments, we're gonna do that. In a few moments, you're gonna take a little wafer. It's a symbol of this, the body of God, the body of the creator of the universe who died for you, physically died, gave his life for you because he loved you. But that's not all he did. Not only did he physically die for you, he shed his blood. Now herein is a spiritual mystery. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness system. So a lot of people have martyred themselves for a cause. You can give yourself, you can die for a cause, but God did more than that. God forgave your sins. God destroyed the wall that separates you from the eternal God so that you can be restored to a relationship with God again. And he did that through the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross of Calvary. I don't understand that, people, but that's what God did because he loves you he did not want us to live eternity separated from him he wanted us to have a relationship with him it doesn't you don't have to wait till you die to go to heaven by the way the physical location yes but you can have the taste of heaven right here on earth enter that baptismal pool like the those four people did this morning and, and surrender your life to Christ and I'll let the Spirit of God come dwell within you and you have a taste of heaven until you get there. And God empowers you to live the life that he created you to live through the Spirit of God that dwells inside of you through the blood of Jesus Christ. So he took the cup and he poured it And he gave it to his disciples. He said, I-, I want you to drink this cup. It is my blood which is shed. For you. It's a symbol of the forgiveness that we have because of our rebellion against God. You know all those, those sins I talked about in my life? I know y'all don't have any, but I do. All that rebellion and arrogance and pride and I can do it my way and I don't need God. I can handle this God, get behind me. You know, we blame Satan for everything. Satan made you do it, Satan don't make you do nothing. (laughs) You do it because you want to. Your spirit is in rebellion against the living God to be in control. And God says, I have to be in control. And we fight that. So the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from that. And when God looks at us, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus Christ. His blood covers you. So we, we, we have to learn to live up to where Jesus is. We're not there yet. None of us are. But the blood of Jesus Christ keeps us in that relationship. You can't do it. There's nothing you can do to earn God's love. You can't do it. There's nothing you can do to lose God's love either. Come on now. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. So he gave it to him and said, Hey, listen, drink this as a symbol of the forgiveness that is found in the blood of God, the God who created the universe, bled and died on the cross of Calvary so that you might have life eternal. Is that what you want? Do you want that kind of relationship with the loving God? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to have that sense of being loved by the God who created you? Or do you want to share it with each other? Sarah is going to come and Sarah is going to play a song for us that talks about the Father's love. And if she comes to sing, we're going to participate in these little cups. Oh, it's not the same as passing the plates and all that we used to do. Don't worry about it. That's not important. It's the symbol of it. It's the meaning of it. But these little (laughs) covers, if you tear back the top cover, there's a little wafer. So there's a little little flap that you pull back. Don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. I want you to do it while she's playing. While she's playing. I want you to, to take, I want you to pray about it as you do it. Think about what you're doing. And as you receive that little wafer, you pull back the first cup layer and you take the wafer and eat it as, as, as the Lord leads you. <coughs> the body, God, that was broken for <clears throat> you. Then pull back the second little flap and you'll, you'll expose it to juice. And you drink the juice. That's a symbol of the blood of Christ that was shed for you because God loves you. And I want you to think about the God who created everything. Loves me enough to die for me. to shed his blood for me so that I could have wine. Can you do that? Yes. Reflect on these little symbols. And may they become for you the body and the blood of Christ as you feel the presence of God in your life taste it let all the senses respond to you as God speaks to you through his spirit let us pray father God thank you for what you have done you have done for us God what we cannot do for ourselves bless now Father, these elements to remind us of the depth of your love and Father, may your people respond in the name of Jesus the Christ we pray Amen. Amen. Let us pray as we receive.
1: as wounds with small and Resurrection
0: question is, are we listening? Do you know how much the Father